Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Paul is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on... RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world. So let's raise a glass. <laughs> or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast Clank. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another RuPaul's Drag Race. The only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast you should be listening to. <laughs> Now, as you know, if you're regular, you know this, but if you're new, this is a live review viewing podcast format type thing. So just think of a viewing party. Oh. That's exactly how we do it, except we got podcasts. And you're all invited. And you're all here to listen. And we so, couldn't be any more live because it's bang we, on nine o'clock. Could we be <laughs> any more live? <laughs> could we be any could more live? Live. <laughs> So as you know, this is the finale. We are going to be watching and reviewing and looking at just hot chatting about the finale of Drag Race UK versus the world. Six episodes, only six episodes. Are you serious? <laughs> you cannot be serious. Um, like I... no one's gone home from season 14 know, and right? um, we're coming to the finale. Okay, season 14. Yeah, we've still got eight girls left. That's one girl less than this entire cast. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, I do see this season. I've I've been highly entertained. There's been a lot of backlash conjecture. People say, oh, I'm not watching any more episodes. But I've been highly entertained. It's been a very dramatic season. I do see it as an experiment. It's a fledgling season. I think yeah. you've got to remember that. That's probably why they didn't have the budget for more queens more episodes it was rumored to be filmed back to back with uk season three which also had a rushed production schedule so i hope they give it the attention it deserves next time and i really hope there is a next time because we've got another like year's worth of international queens if you like and then you could you could put together such an amazing season of talent yeah i mean we had from the get-go as we count them down lemon being the first queen to go for Craziness. me was quite a shock mm. i actually thought she would last longer than she did she's really multifaceted she was, and talented such a fan favorite such a fan yeah, favorite such an ff yeah uh, after her who do we lose uh cheryl hall cheryl hall so like cheryl's such a sweet adorable queen um I personally didn't see her lasting that long in this group of queens because we had some like real formidable opponents in you know who are internationally renowned you know Jimbo Bagger Pangina who's an actual judge yeah. from Drag Race Thailand and so Cheryl's lovely and sweet and I was really happy to see her there because I think while she was there she was a little ray of sunshine I just didn't see her lasting yeah I mean she. I think she she's more known for being a personality than she is as being a actual competitor. Yeah. There are some people who are and unfortunately, and I say this with love, there's some people who are on the show as fillers. They they, they aren't they don't have the but, killer yeah, instinct. But they, yeah. they they're not designed to, to win. They're there to entertain. And they are the, they're mm. the people that the producers choose yes. to just fill in the gaps and, and, and provide a, a storyline that's still entertaining to keep us watching so that we so we're there to the end to watch the actual people who are designed or you're still entirely win. you're entirely right. You can't have a season's worth of winners well, that well all stars season seven apparently is there well that's going to be different though I, w I wonder how i mean i can't wait to review that but let's just stick to here mm -hmm. after cheryl we had jimbo which was can you believe jimbo was the third to go so you know i i, I do feel deprived of a season's worth of jimbo because i was loving her every single week mm -hmm. um Sure, she performed the worst that week, but she had one of the best track records. So it was a shocker. It was a shocker. 
but the drama has been compelling, you know, and that that really started a trend and a story arc of sending winners home. Yeah. Because next we had Pangina. Pan Pan went home. And so it was the... so good to see Pangina as a competitor. I can still hear the sobbing. <laughs> I can Yeah, can you I can hear it. <laughs> I can hear it on the wind. Um, I'm in two minds about that. First, I'm like, I know you're emotional, but second, you're a man in a wig. You're a man. You're a grown ass man crying like that on TV. It was so. <laughs> I was just like, this is awkward, but like, oh, this is sad. It this was. Sad. It was interesting to me. I guess kind of, kind of like because I've seen and I've actually been catching up a bit more with Drag Race Thailand season two because it's on Wow Presents Plus and kind of like rewatching a few episodes and stuff. Pangina is a judge and she's actually got quite a stern persona on there. She's not warm and cuddly. I was actually really, really happy to see the Pangina that I saw as a competitor, much warmer, much... Um, vulnerable. Yeah, there was vulnerability in there. She was warm. She was like a, a cuddlier version of the Pangina we see. And it's, uh, it's like, she's she is like, she's fair, but she's harsh. She mm. really is. Then you th- it's the same as when we see like Ross and Carson mm. and Michelle Visage, when we know them as judges and how they come across there. And then you see them in like Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. And then you, you kind of, again, you get to peek behind the curtains, don't yeah, you? And you're, you're like, right. oh, this is a different side to you that's come... That hey, you you got your own storyline. You got this. You got this whole thing mm-hmm. going on, and I just don't see that. And I guess as a judge, you don't want that to be seen. Yeah, you you're right. To you're be right. A, you yeah, do you have want, to have that that yeah, facade. You do. So it does make sense. But it was it was nice to see that side of her, and like I'm so happy that she did herself justice on the season and was such a fab performer. Absolutely. She only really faltered in one episode, as Jimbo did, and. You know, she succumbed to the game that she played. Yeah. So you know what? I, I bet you Jimbo's like Pangina. We could have been in the finale mm-hmm. had you not done what you done. <laughs> that is the reality. Do you think she's been texting her every Pangina, day? Pangina. You know what? I bet you she's she snuck out of the hotel rooms and and like on the doors, he's oh. whispering from the door, saying, "Shh, Pangina." We could have been in the finale. Well, apparently she did. Um, it was on one of the, you know, the exit interviews that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, on one of them, um, I can't remember who said it now, but apparently Jimbo, like they, they glimpsed each other in the corridor when they weren't really supposed to, I think, the next morning after Jimbo's elimination. And she was Jimbo was like, send Pangina home. It was Blue Hydrangea. It was Blue. Blue said that. And she fulfilled the obligation. <laughs> Such as the power of, of Jimbo. But but I'm so Jumbo. Are uh, Jimbo and Pangina see each other if, if there's a reunion? Because I think that we saw that they do there's come gonna back be, in. They're going to come back in, yeah. A bit of Jumbo's like, well, you know, this could have been me. But, oh, Pangina, oh, nice to see you here. <laughs> you know, look at those people up there. Look at them. Yeah. We were we were front runners and you did this to us. I would be more angry as Jumbo than Pangina being angry at Blue. I'll be angry... As Jimbo, because oh, yeah. she did this, she 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 created the situation in which this could have happened. Now we've got people in the top four 
who just well, you know what no it's kind of a slash fearish on who wins well, there's one more person to talk about which is Janie JK who's yeah. next one who's the other one who had two top two placements in a repeater badge mm. so you know really the girls with the strongest track records and who at the beginning we thought oh my gosh these are our three front runners went home before the finale Janie's uh, I thought Janie was super duper gracious when she went and a couple of the girls have said that she's their vote for Miss Congeniality because she had like a good sense of sisterhood backstage and she was like girl anything you need I got it kind of thing but, but Janae Jacquet Janie Jacquet remind just kind of reminds you of that friend who is the most honest and brutal with you mm-hmm. but they're also the first person there when something goes wrong I think that's Dutch people Dutch people are just like quite honest yeah. in a way that can be interpreted as brutal sometimes but it's just honest but they're the first person there like you, you, we mm. all have that friend mm-hmm. we all have that friend who's like honest and you, they tell you what you don't want to hear even though it's what you should hear they don't sugarcoat things but when when shit hits the fan they're mm. the first person there yeah helping you out and you're just like okay well i guess you do like me <laughs> i guess we are friends i was happy to see such a good showing from janie because i'm glad that she was there to represent holland and do such a good job absolutely now that leads us to our top four we got juju b uh blue hydrangea bagger chips and mo heart yes now strategy i don't know but i feel like last week and i stand by it last week the top two should have actually been mo and blue hydrangea i, I don't know how in any world blue was not on the top because i rewatched the yeah. just now i rewatched the end um the actual lip sync and i'm just i'm i'm like well how did she not make it and and this yeah. is why yeah because if jujube was not in the top mm-hmm. i think jujube would have been sent home i i also th- yes i i agree with that because and i felt like they've got some i think there's some i don't know what it is but they they told jujube look we need a last minute replacement please be it we can guarantee you top four finale if you just if you just say yes has jujube been in the bottom Technically, well, you know, apart from winning last week, she's been in the bottom every week apart from the first episode. Because uh, uh, it's been such a short Don't put season. me on the spot. No, because like, oh, she was safe first episode. She was bottom in the sewing challenge. Um, bottom in the call, wasn't she? With, uh, yeah, next to Jimbo. Mm-hmm. If In Snatch Game, if you didn't win, you're in the bottom. Yeah, she's. Yeah. And so you're right. I mean, she would have been. It would have been an appalling track record. All, all, all she would have been safe because if the game they're playing now was they're sending the best person home, then I guess the worst person's going to win the crown. Yeah, <laughs> by default. I mean, I think I think they've made a real deliberate episode to create like a level playing field going into the finale. It's very very interesting to me that it's actually just two UK versus two US girls in the finale doesn't have a huge amount of international flavor because everybody from Holland, Thailand and Canada is gone. It would have been nice to see a bit more of a mix. Well, in maybe they need to step their game up. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> oh, not yeah. their fault those that are, they were so good. Oh, those I'm are sorry. atrocious queens. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm really good at this. I'm sorry. And I'm amazing. Tell us a drag queen. <laughs> well, come off her, Tom. Target on their back. Yeah. So now let's get into the episode. But before we do, mm-hmm. who are you rooting for? So I've kind of got two answers. No, 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 none of that. Come on, Tom. Who are you rooting for? Come on. I've got two answers, though. I've got two answers. You're going to have to listen to me. So um, I think Mo. I'm going to just say Mo. Yeah. I'll give you one answer. I do think Mo kind of feels like the logical choice for some reason. I think she's been consistent all season. She's 
Has she even been in the bottom? Apart from it was like, if you're not in the top, you're in the bottom. I don't think she, she has. The, yeah, the Pangina, when she put Michelle went home, that everyone was in the bottom. Oh yeah, but that's it, when everyone was in the bottom. Yeah. I think she has charisma. She's fantastically talented. Um, yeah, I'd be really, really happy if Mo won. Juju B, I adore. She just does not win, deserve the crown on this occasion. I wouldn't be mad if Bagger got it. I really wouldn't. I've got such a soft spot for her. I think really the the real runner up there is probably blue. Okay, but it's going to be a lip sync smackdown. So how? So te- first, tell me who you think is going to win, and then think you know about the format and how that's going to affect it. Mo was going to win. I it, want. Yeah. I am rooting for for Mo, and there's many reasons for this. I feel like there's something about Mo that just deserves the crown and and you're earns, right and she, she there's, there's a regality to her that's yeah just, she's a charisma been, regality yeah, yeah. She's, she's got the charisma the uniqueness she's got the nerve she's got the talent she really has and we've seen that in season 10 we've seen that in all stars this is her time mm-hmm. and she has shown that she's held herself so regal yeah. throughout the whole competition and i don't know she, she doesn't have any wins she's been high but I think if Italy can crown someone with no wins, <laughs> then they can absolutely well do remembered. the same with Moha. She'll be up there with Electrobionic. Yeah. So but do you know what? In my mind, in, in All Stars, being top two is sort of a win. If you're lip syncing for the win, then you've kind of No, won. because they've got badges for a reason. Look, let's get into the episode. Let's start. Now, I have no idea what the format of today's finale is going to go, but we're just going to play by ear. We're going to roll with the punches and just wherever the show takes us, we'll follow. We're very flexible and adaptable people. Now, at the moment, there is in the, in the beginning of the episode, you know, of course, they're all elated, they're happy, they've made the top mm. four, and they kind of carries on to the next day where they're really just talking about memories. Okay, what was your memories. first impression and all of that? Um, one thing that struck me was Beggar's lows for some Beggar being so bowdy bowdy, you know, mm-hmm. how she's so she comes off as really confident, you know, she's she's loud, she'll speak her mind, she's just. She doesn't lack confidence for me. And this is the second or third time I've heard her talk about having a low self-esteem. And when she does talk about her low self-esteem, it's generally around when she compares her her aesthetic. She's like, I see other girls with their lovely dresses and their their makeup. And it makes me feel like I don't belong or it makes me doubt myself. Mm. And it's obviously it's because that's just not the kind of drag queen she is and exactly and that's not we what we expect her to be either but it's what the rupaul the, drag race the franchise demands, demands of, her. of her yeah so i think coming into drag race has made her a bit doubtful of her her as a drag because when we think of rupaul's drag race and drag queens that come from there a big emphasis these days especially is the look Oh, definitely. And I think I think Bagger Chips is a queen with hidden depths. Like when we hear snippets of the, the real Bagger and when we hear about like her early life and stuff, I think she's been through quite a lot. I think there's some trauma in her background. I think the persona and character of Bagger has been a form of escape and, and seeking power for her. And I think she comes alive when she's on stage and when she's inhabiting the nightlife and that kind of thing. We kind of heard last week about how that had a bit of a dark side to it when she struggled with alcohol um, abuse. And then, you know, I think all this is underpinned by 
some a lack of confidence in some areas and I, I, I just don't think it's that uncommon in the queens actually to to actually have quite a vulnerable person who struggles with their self-esteem underneath the facade um i am happy to hear her say that this has helped to like confirm for herself that she's good enough but i, I wish she knew that already because she's a fantastic performer so talented and charismatic and likable um and yeah as we say like we don't expect her to be some polished glamazon but yeah this show sometimes demands it of people and the fan base fans in inverted commas can be quite unkind about queens who aren't the most polished although i will say she is more polished than her first season her makeup is much better much better and her costumes have been fab if you ask me very bagger she's never ever gonna serve you nor should she she's never ever gonna serve you like Violet Chachki. Exactly. Nor does she want to be. She serves you a bag of chips. And I think she's actually had some fantastic runway looks that have just been so fun and camp and effervescent. Her Van Gogh look is a perfect example of that. Her snatch game, again, is, has to be going. I mean, it is going down in history. Oh, it has gone down. It has been a masterclass of how to do the snatch game. And that's what it's. It's therefore, I think Bagger shows to us mm-hmm. all what she does and what she does exceedingly well. Fantastic. I mean, her her Kathy her Bates was just, oh. She's really, really good at inhabiting a comedic character and that lends itself so well to Snatch Game. What else did you pick out in those convos? Nothing. 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 I, mean, they're, they're just, I mean, they're just, you know, everyone's excited before making the finale and this is... Jujubee's fourth time and this is Blue's first time and it's it's, it's a lot of a lot of just you know just like, just like locker room talk. it's kind of what you expect from an episode like this isn't it yeah like I did like hearing Mo talk about how she now finally feels like she's presented the fully realized Mo Hart package so I'm really really happy for her and she has had a fantastic run this season I'm surprised she didn't feel that about All Stars 4 though because she was fab, actually. They slept on her, but her runways were great. Her performances were great. Yeah, I'm trying to. Th- I mean, I, remember I can't remember the... her clunking. I don't. I don't think she did. Let's think. There was. She the... won in the talent show in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Um, she had like two more wins. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, she wasn't amazing in that snatch game. What was her snatch? No, well, she was. Safe because she, she shows safe. that character, that comedy, that um, she shows that character that, that, that was ba- yeah, that was basically her. Yeah, she didn't clunk. No, I think she should have gone farther. Do you know what she was good in the acting challenge? She was the only good thing in that acting challenge. Which one was that? The Sex and the City one. Oh, that was just bad hands down. It was down. really, really hard to that watch. That was just that really episode. bad. They were all bad. But Mo there. was not. Mo was actually the only good one. That was terrible. I didn't even want to think. Let's just move on. Let's she had some on. fab lip syncs. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And they tried to put her low. She actually wasn't bad. Like when she was in the girl group challenge. Because of the jacket. Oh, the jacket. And then we've got Blue Hydrangea, <laughs> who was just, you know, she's never been in the finale before. She used to be a GCSE project, but now she is, <laughs> what do you call it? She's got she, she's, her master's yeah. in art. In, um, she is qualified now. She's qualified. she's qualified to call herself a drag queen <laughs> with her art. And then that leads to Juju B. Um, and nothing for Gretchen Wiener. Juju B. I feel like Jujubee is talking out loud in a way that kind of like 
helps her to feel like she deserves to be there and it's her finale and it's up for grabs, which she should do. She should be talking herself up and psyching herself up so she can do the best job that she can do. But I think, you know, Blue throws a bit of playful shade at her and she kind of goes, well, there's actually some truth in that. Um, I did... Jujubi was Struggle. loving. She was lovingly carried to the finale, let's, <laughs> like let's, a baby. Let's be honest, like a little puppy. Yeah, she, she, somehow she signed a contract. I'm only coming. <laughs> I'm only doing this UK versus the world if I am guaranteed the finale. And then they were like, "Agreed, we agree." And Come on then, down. And then it came to pass. Here she is at the finale. <laughs> now we've gone straight into the runway, and they're starting the runway um, first thing. So Tom, you get to brush off your um, expertise. And fashion. Um, I do like it when they bring back the the deleted. I want to say deleted, deleted girls. The yeah. deleted girls for the runway. Control R out a delete. Because <laughs> they'll have spent a bomb on these costumes. Just quick run through them. Love lemons. Lemons one is kind of reminiscent of that um Miss Puerto Rico flower costume that um the Akira did, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like a maple leaf version. Yeah, it's because she's from Canada, Tom. Really? Yeah, that's the reference. Oh, I get it now. I was like, big red leaf. What's ah, this about? See, Tom. <laughs> Unagi. Unagi. <laughs> Salmon skin roll. Who's next? Um, Cheryl comes out in this kind of Vivian Westwood esque number with the kind of the the corset and the the big skirt and stuff. You're shaking your head. You didn't enjoy this, did you? I've actually seen her put up more elevated looks. Tom, we're not talking about her other looks. We're talking about what she walked down for ele- for the I category was, being grand finale, eleganza, extravaganza. I think it was pretty. Um, I think that it looked... I like the idea of including all the different flowers of the British Isles. That was really, really cute. Could have been done slightly, slightly differently maybe, but it was, it was really cute. It was cute. Tom, there are many dressers that have walked down the aisle of RuPaul's Drag Race. They had a great idea um, that just didn't come to fruition. I'm the sorry, fl- you, you can't. The flowers, you can't. not fruits. This is, it was a no. It was a no. Who was after Cheryl? After Cheryl was Jimbo, looking very, very glamorous. Very loved this sequin oxblood number with the structured shoulders, the thigh high slit. It was Jimbo showing restraint. And giving us kind of real sultry sex appeal, I thought. Mm. You know, she usually pushes the joke when it comes to sex. And she's like, yes, I'm outrageous. Look at my giant Exactly. Boobies. She didn't have the huge boobies on. She was, yeah. she was very, like, glamorous. Very glamorous. Very old school Hollywood. I love that moose headpiece. Again, uh, you know, your normal Jimbo look would have made a big joke out of that. It would have been ginormous and all sorts. But this was restrained and elegant. She's giving me like, you know, Veronica Lake, just mm. like shimmying down the the runway. She's really, really gorgeous. Love Jimbo. So Pangina walked down representing the UK. It just surprised me. Well, it just surprised me because, okay, I could see how stylistically she'd given it a tie twist. But Queen Elizabeth the First is such an iconic figure in British history. All you will see is Queen all I can Elizabeth. see. Yeah, yeah. you know, she give me Alexander McQueen kind of, uh, or even Vivian Westwood again, kind of Elizabeth um, First kind of look. It was just very, very Elizabethan. Um, so I appreciate what she was doing, and she looked gorgeous. Her makeup was gorgeous. The dress was gorgeous. Everything top to toe polished beautiful just conceptually i thought it muddied the waters a little i would have preferred her to put like 
a UK stylistic twist on a Thai icon because it would have read more Thai. I just think she should have just gone full Thailand. Hello, you. I mean, you don't see people at the yeah. Olympics walking down with other people's flags. She I, literally just did that. I appreciate, the, you know, given the concept of the show, I give the, I like the attempt at the crossover. Don't get there me wrong. There was no need for a crossover. You're not there to be everyone. You're there to represent your own country. You're there to, There was no need for that, okay. I felt. Well, she was beautiful. She I was, said I felt. She was beautiful. I said I felt, Tom. And I, I validate your feelings. Uh, she was beautiful, highly polished, gorgeous. Just the, the concept is a bit muddy. Uh, and then the last one was Janae Jacquet, which Janie. I thought was quite GCC Arts and Crafts. I've, I've seen Janie wear better. It reminds me of... Um, who was the queen on Amsterdam? The, on Holland. Uh, Holland. So there were a few tulipy looks on season one, weren't there? The, who was the old school one with the lips? Beautiful. With the Megan Schoenbrug. Yes. Yeah. She wore an, an outfit quite kind of like that she actually made. Do you remember? And it actually had tulips on yes, it. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it took and me in the mind. There was of. also the Moschino-inspired look that... Um, Abby OMG did, which had the real tulips in it. This, I think, you know, she learned from her sisters, tulips will, within five minutes, do not use real tulips on anything. So it was embroidered and it was pretty. It was very kind of, yeah, like kind of CBBs. It was very kind of, you know, a drag queen in a library reading to children. Yes. Pretty, pretty. I've just, I've seen... You know, maybe I, I hold Janie to a really high standard because the first time I saw her on a, on a runway was that gorgeous Queen Bee look. Oh, yes. And she won. She won. Mm-hmm. Good. Let's get into our top four. Right. Starting with Bag of Chips. What did you think about her eleganza, extravaganza look on the runway? Very, very bagger. Very on brand. And again, you know, instantly recognizable iconography because she walks out in that really, really distinctive Liz Taylor headpiece that she wore to a party in the 60s. And she the dress is different because Liz Taylor wore like a light kaftan i think Mm -hmm. rather than a dress the dress itself gives me very 80s liz taylor so i think she's blending different eras of liz taylor and this is a sort of tribute to her all round so the headpiece from the 60s the dress i think is very 80s with the puff sleeves um and the high neck and stuff structurally the gown's not that dissimilar to her finale gown on season one i don't know if you remember it. it was like a mint green puff sleeve high neck number I don't remember. Um, But, you know, this is an evolution of that. And I love the tribute to Liz Taylor because that's so very bagger. I think she looks really, really pretty. I really like this. I do like it. I think this is the most glamorous we've seen her. Her makeup is really gorgeous This is very conceptual. This is just, uh, yeah, this, I wouldn't, you know, if I saw this on a mannequin, I wouldn't, I would not have thought this was baggers. Out of the top four, I would definitely say it's baggers. I wouldn't have known. The, the, uh, yeah, I, I definitely would. Um, and she, with the light contact, she looks really different as well. She's very, yeah, she's, she's very, very pretty. Demure, isn't she? I really like this look. Kind of her. got like another worldly quality as well, you know, with that, that headpiece. It's kind of like, you know, flower power alien queen kind of thing going on. And she's not being like, oh, yeah, much better, much better. Like, yeah, uh, she's uh, holding uh, herself she's, differently. Yeah, she's really like, I'm here. You know, I've played my games, but I'm here to get the crown now. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I can also do pretty and glamorous. Blue hydrangea looks stunning in this. This is so, so lovely. Um, this is like possibly the, the most conventionally pretty and glamorous we've seen blue look. Yes. And so it's fantastic. She's held it for this moment. Can you see that the bird in the bird's mouth is the, fl- the Irish flag? Yeah, there's a lot of symbolism and iconography in here, which is really, really clever. Look. 
It's, it's amazing. It's conveying it's... a real message of peace in Ireland, which is so lovely. Um, to me, overall, this gives me Cinderella, but by Dior, you know, because it's kind of like the Cinderella, mm. you know, um, powder blue, the ruffles, but the dress has been cut in half to give you like a Dior flared silhouette rather than a ball gown. This look is amazing. This look is hands down amazing. One of the best looks that have walked down the runway for the season. You're you're putting it right up there. I think she's absolutely stunning and gorgeous, but you're loving it more than I am, definitely. Yeah. Jujube? What about Jujube? So Jujube, um, this silhouette's really, really distinctive, and I'm pretty sure it's inspired by um, the Miss Sohi 2020 um, collection the the flowers inspired one because i know this because um it's been referenced a couple of times already within the past year uh, by suki doll on canada season two um, and also actually Alva of a day in the season three finale similar sort of silhouette so i think she looks really great and this looks really fantastic on jujube we often criticize jujube for being a bit too mall a bit too pedestrian this is elevated and fashion and beautiful i love this scarlet red color on her um, the sequin fabric is shimmering under the light. Her hair is lovely. Her makeup is beat. I love her. I really do like it as well. I mean, it's gorgeous, stunning. It's it's a great look. Mohart. So Mohart, this gives me very... I think she looks stunning, by the way. I love this this kind of tangerine orange on her. This gives me quite early Mugler, like late 80s Mugler. I can picture Naomi Campbell in a very similar silvery corset, but she had it with like a knee-length skirt. But she's amped it up by giving you like a floor length skirt with a slit um, and this kind of this cape flowing behind her. I think this is this is elegant, but futuristic. I think very Mo. I think when I think of Mo and her style, I think she blends different elements. She doesn't give you conventional elegance. She pushes it. She gives you like futurism. She gives you camp. Mm -hmm. um, and this is gorgeous. I love it. I want you to rank the looks from best to the least the best from these queens. Can I count for the Jimbo? Finale? No, just the top four. <laughs> um, so, okay. A blue probably is the best. Yes. Um, I don't really like doing this because I, I actually find them all gorgeous in different I said ways. from best to least the best, Tom. I didn't say best to worst. But I'm struggling. Well, then let me go then. You can stop talking. <laughs> I want to go. Uh, blue hydrangeas for me is number one. Number two, I would say for me, it is Jujube. Number three will be Beggar. Number four will be Mohart. And um, we can we can end it there and then see where else happens in the episode. Because I don't know where, <laughs> where it's going. Because I think they're going to start judging them already. And I don't know when the lip sync the, starts. I, they're probably going to do the kind of a talk, talk to your infant self. And I really don't like that bit, actually. I think it's really passe. It's, it's redundant. Fun. We don't need it. And I, I think they're going to change and start lip syncing quite soon. Yeah. Well, let's have a look. All right, so um, we get to have a lot of reunion-type moment yes. in the back room. I mean, let's just first of all talk about, quickly, that <laughs> RuPaul basically went down the line of the girls and was just like, you guys are all amazing. I, I it think, was such a yeah. heartfelt, lovely, nice moment. It was moment. less hackneyed than usual, actually, because I'm so over the talk to your childhood self thing. Yeah. It, it was almost like... Rue just asked some fairly simple but effective questions for a change. And the girls, in quite a genuine way, opened their hearts. And we saw some really touching, heartfelt moments that didn't feel forced yeah. or exploitative. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. You know, one, one thing I want to say is about their feedback to Juju, um, which kind of 
uh, I want to talk about very quickly. They kept saying to Juju, um, you know what? You weren't you weren't here for the competition. We're mm-hmm. waiting for you to arrive. And it's just not the Juju that we're used to. And then finally, um, in the 11th hour, you turned up. And this is what we were waiting for. Can you imagine how pissed off I'd be as someone <laughs> who was eliminated, <laughs> sitting on the sidelines, yeah. thinking, I've been here since day one. I've been giving you greatness and stay uh-huh. one and i'm out but you guys are willing to give her these chances as though it's not her fourth time uh-huh, already uh-huh. as though she's not had all the chances in the world but no no <laughs> you're gonna keep you're gonna keep giving it to her i would have felt a bit of favoritism oh yeah as definitely. someone sitting in the background hearing it. i would have felt like it's not fair because I've, I've been here since day one but yet she gets to stay longer yeah, and longer. Yeah, I do get it. I do get it. I also loved how every single time Blue opened her mouth, they cut to Pangina <laughs> and they put on a shade rattle noise. <laughs> like Pangina was literally just kind of like chilling and like happens to look down once and they use the same clip like oh, every oh, single time. Oh, and you know that's how it works because do you remember in All Stars, was uh-huh, it All Stars uh-huh. 4 mm-hmm. or 5 with Gia Gum? Yeah. When, oh yes. yes, yes, I know exactly what you're talking um, about. So in, in episode one, how they do the variety challenge show, mm-hmm. every time um Pharamone would stuff up, or even um Monet Exchange, mm-hmm. they would cut to her like laughing, grinning. like actually grinning, grinning like and a laughing. Cat. But then we found out later that they actually edited those up, that she wasn't actually laughing at the performances, she was laughing at something else, mm-hmm. and they edited edited it to make it look like she was laughing at Pheromone falling down. I remember watching a fantastic piece of drag detective work on YouTube about that. Can't remember who the YouTuber was, I should really check, but somebody literally broke down every frame and cut away because you can tell who was really performing by who's in the crowd and who's sitting next to who. Mm. And the analysis that went into that, I was like... <laughs> the, the sometimes sometimes the obsessive fandom really pays off yeah, <laughs> yeah. it needs to be done sometimes it needs to be done yeah. uh but no that's that's the only thing i think it was a, a lovely moment now let's go to the yeah. reunion so the reunion's there they're in the back room eating their you know what and it disturbs me as well they're drinking their cocktails with no ice i can't think of anything worse I would not give it to my enemy. I would not give my enemy a cocktail <laughs> a with tepid, no ice. Tom, you know, Tom, you know how I am You're with ice and cold drinks. If the drink's supposed to be cold, you'll get it cold. And if there's no ice, I won't even mm-hmm. make you a drink. I'm like, sorry, we're out. Sorry, it's not possible. Not that it ever happens because I'm always prepared. <laughs> we're always stuck. But I would never give a cocktail that's not cold or crushed or, you know, just freshly been shaken. So it's like, you know, you can tell the condensation on yeah, the glass that's how you pride yourself yes i, I yeah. cannot so yeah i understand it when mo's like you can tell us the uk because there's no ice in the cocktails <laughs> okay i don't 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 bring the uk down look at that uh-huh, uh-huh. we do have we amazing do cocktail makers thank like you. you thank you thank you but um they, they're having their drinks and then obviously the the returning girls are there and mm-hmm. the question comes out from lemon lemon being the first eliminated mm-hmm. what was the gaggiest moment and of course we're going to be talking about um, Pangina there's, the there's a long silence I don't know if it was edited in but there's quite a long silence and then I think it was Janie broke the tension was like well Blue kicking out the front runner who was Pangina and you know it, it led it led to some good untucked shady 
interaction. I really enjoyed it. And Little Benjana going, but why? But let's, why? But why? And then Jimbo. And, then, and, then, and the <laughs> crossfire of, of Benjana trying to find out well, why from Blue. Why did you say that? Because you never said that. And then Jimbo's like, well, I'm going to stick in here <laughs> because you sent some me home. And... Uh, and it was it was uh, it was really entertaining. It was really entertaining to see Jimbo really just letting. You really room. enjoyed the like long list of insults that Jimbo said, but but I'm not going to say that. She's like, you know what? I thought about this reunion and what I'd say to you, and you know, <laughs> just that ugly dot dress, you know, that that sh- that you're a shady bitch. What or was no. the weird ponytail thing she was talking or that, about? Or that the ponytail outfit that you wore, or and then I thought, you know what? I heard what Mama Rue said. She said, just <laughs> give it up to the Lord, you know. And then she said, so I, that's what I did, and I'm not going to say it. And it's just like she said everything she wanted to say. <laughs> but then she was like, but I have, I have. Like she was talking in awesome. Yeah. I have. Jimbo was great TV, and it's moments like these that make me really feel like we missed out. It's fun, drag queen shade. Please bring back Jimbo for season two. Absolutely. Just word. have Jimbo on like every season of Drag Race going forward. Benjanda seems to be in quite denial of. I I don't think she's being honest with herself about her reasons getting rid of Jimbo. Yeah, like, there it is. I do. Yeah, I think it is fair to say that Jimbo was the worst that week, but you can't deny that. She was one of the strongest, using the top two, the, the previous two weeks, and she was really making her mark on the competition. I think Pangina, it, with her standing as a judge on Drag Race Thailand, had to have a modicum of fairness about her, and she's sticking to her guns on this one. But she, she was eliminate. She was eliminating a competitor. She and that's the real reason. She should have just owned up to it because first of all, there was Juju was also in the bottom that week. Juju, it's hard for Jimbo because Jimbo's playing a character that doesn't exist. It's mm-hmm. a dog, whereas Juju B had the iconic. She had Liza the, Minnelli. The, Liza Minnelli. Drag so, queen 101. Every drag queen knows her. You know the mannerisms. You know how she talks. You know, you know. Like, huh. <laughs> Is that how she talks? Yeah, she, That's how she talks. You know how she, you know, it's, it's like you, you've seen her years and years. You know her inside out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's, it's an easy character to try to do well. So if you stuff that up, oh, it's, 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 it's not good. Whereas she had to be a dog that really doesn't have any dialogue. That really, it's, it's just a dog. Yeah. And I think um, the important thing to remember, though, is that this is the first time the girls had seen each other since all this happened. They aired the dirty laundry. They've lanced the boil. We know they're all friends since this and they love each other. And that's the important thing. Which leads us to the lip sync smackdown. Now, that's how it's going to go down. It's basically what they did for season 11 uh, with the wheel. Then they spin the wheel and then whoever the wheel lands on... Mm. The two it lands on, they're going to be in the first lip sync. The remaining two queens are going to be in the second lip sync. Mm -hmm. And the winner of both are going to lip sync for the crown. Actually, correction, the queen who the wheel lands on gets to choose her opponent. Yeah. So Monique was the first queen. She chose Bag of Chips. And I mean, yeah, that's kind of like the defaults to go to. It, I will know, say it depends on the song. We have seen Bagger kill a lip sync before. We have, but there was quite... Specific. It was very specific. It was very specific. I think in general, she's not a, a, a lip syncer. So I think it was quite safe, especially if the girls kind of knew what the song was going to be anyway. Mm. Um, I think Mo, I mean, she said it herself. She chose strategically and it's going to be bigger chips. <laughs> now, the song is Jessie J's Domino. Now, let's uh, let's have a talk about this. First of all, um, who do you who do you choose to be the winner? 
Well, one just in general, when I find out it's this song, it's probably Mo. Yeah, probably. Again, I do agree with you. For Bagger to win, it has to be quite specific, kind of like character based. It has to be character based. Character based yeah. is a good way of describing it. I would say. I wanted to. I mean, I love Mo. And the way that they were both performing it, Mo was performing it as though she was, you know, Jessie J. Very conventional very pop just, performance. Yeah, very, very just like as though she was singing it. There I was, su- yeah, I'm surprised she didn't bust out any tricks, actually. Whereas Beggar was actually giving a more performance. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to say this because I was looking at both. I would have... I probably would have given it to Beggar because Beggar was giving more. It was more distinctive and comedic. Yeah. And but it was more. She was giving more. She was dancing. Mm. She, was, she was playing out the music. She was up. She was down. She gave the the lyrics meaning. She she was, you know, she was performing the song. Yeah. And Mo was beautiful. She was stunning. I liked but how they looked like. She was just very, a very pretty girl singing yeah. the song. And I didn't think she gave anything else but that they gave me a glimpse into a parallel universe where Liza Minnelli was performing with Lisa Left Eye Lopez. Okay. Oh yes, <laughs> that's yeah, what I was seeing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I personally would have given the win to Beggar. I think it's a close run thing. My the performance I enjoyed more was Beggar. I did expect a bit more from Mo, um, but I think we just have to find out what the judges say. Yeah, I'm just I'm just really surprised that I I'm, I want to choose Beggar because this song had Mo kind of written all over it. And I, I got to say, the song's boring doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. It doesn't. So that's why you got to give it something. That's why you got to give it. Besides yeah. sitting up there and singing it, like you could have given Monique Hart Mo Hart a microphone, and I would have thought she was actually singing it because when you're singing it, you don't mm. put too much in the performance unless you're Beyonce. Yeah. But she was actually <laughs> performing it as though she was just singing it. There wasn't yeah. anything extra. Yeah. And I'm like, honey, you're not actually singing it. You you can actually like dance as well. Like you're not gonna lose your breath because you know this isn't live. And we know Mo can dance, yeah. so it was, is a bit surprising. I was I was a, I was waiting for it. Like maybe it's gonna be a build up, and there was it. And then you saw Beggar up. You know she's on the ground. She's up there. She's dirty dancing. Uh, and she's like trying to be funny with the. Becca had more moments, like didn't yeah. she? Yeah. They they tried not to show it or or highlight it, which makes me feel that this was most to win from the get go. But I do, I would have given it to Beggar. Don't have a look. The next lip sync is Juju B versus Blue Hydrangea, and the song is The Reflex by Duran Duran. Now, Blue Hydrangea has never heard this song before. <laughs> she stayed up last night memorizing the lyrics. She was not born when this song was. Literally, she wasn't born when it was out. Um, and Gigi probably was. Let's let's talk about. It. I don't know the song. I love Duran Duran. Um, I love this song. I put okay. it, I put it on many mixtapes. Okay. Um. So obviously, when I was watching this, I could appreciate what Juju B was doing, and I know that she knows this song. And there might have been other people she would have beaten, but Blue just like pushed and like gave us this like ridiculous kind of like high energy eighties like aerobic class energy. She had that high pony. She had this funny jumpsuit. She like looked like a mad girl in a club in the eighties who's obsessed with Duran Duran, just like loving this song. And for me, Blue won this hands down. 
The difference between the two performances is um, one had control and the other had a lack of control. And it's like, do you know when you go to a drag show and they're always like, okay, now for this next part, we're gonna get two, we're gonna get three people to come up here and lip sync Kitty super Girl. Fans up yeah, here. we're gonna get three fans come up here and do sing Kitty or lip sync Kitty Girl, and then they kind of <laughs> get them to like lip sync against each other. Yeah, and yeah. there's always that one person who's like really controlled, and then there's uh, there's someone that's always like drunk. Bizarre Drunk. and no, not another person. They're just bizarre and they're just having fun and they're just like giving it into the music and and you can just see that they're giving their life mm-hmm. and you kind of enjoy that more than the person who was taking it a bit too seriously. I, I could see also though in Juju B's moves at times she, she like it's like she didn't quite know what to do with her hands at times and stuff. It's like there was this moment of hesitation sometimes. Oh. I don't know if she was put off by what Blue was doing. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't recall that. Okay. Uh, but I, I can, I can feel, I can kind of sense that when you are on stage with someone who's giving high energy, like that, when you're, when you're there and you know what you, what you're going to give, and then you see someone else giving a lot, there's a bit of conflict in you. Like, am I not giving enough? Mm-hmm. And I wonder if she thought maybe I need to go bigger because mm-hmm. blue's going bigger and, you know, bigger is obviously going to, it's going to steal more, more time or more airtime or more, more, you know, of that stage. Yeah. Presence. It's going to give more. So, but um, I think that Blue Hydrogen went in there guns blazing mm-hmm. was she went there in a hundred percent really do <laughs> she gave it or she was up she was down she left she was right she was turning back time she was coming back to life <laughs> I mean she was giving it all and and it's the same as how one person performs it one person sings it mm-hmm. and feels it I just felt like Blue Hydrangea was was more entertaining She's, to me so Duran Duran were known for having like crazy fans called Duranis. And she was every inch the Durani. You can't say that, Tom. Durani? There's some um, Durani chasers up in here. Welcome <laughs> <laughs> to Mastratus. Fierce, fierce, fierce. Make a move. What you gonna do? I ain't, I ain't gonna, gonna time for no looky lobo. Okay, so, I mean, I'm gonna give it to Blue. Because Definitely. I'll be high energy, fun, entertainment. Let's have a look. Now, in usual fashion for the finale, we're going to be listening to the final lip sync. We and are. Just, Live reaction. You ought to hear us listening to it. Yes. We may talk. We may not. <laughs> but if we don't talk, it's because we're digesting. We're agog. We're, with the talent yeah. on display. Also, I was just thinking, Jimbo was never going to win this season if it's coming down <laughs> to lip syncs. I mean, first of all, it took lip syncs to win a badge. She would never have had a badge. And now it's lip syncs <laughs> to win the crown. She never would have won it. So I just want to say that that was not in the stars I think Jimbo. she would have rocked Jessie J's domino <laughs> for your information. I, it was not in the stars. <laughs> so let's see the final lip sync. It's between Blue Hydrangea and Mo Hearts. Have a look. Both looking stunning. Mo giving neon, blue giving pastel reflectives, metallics. You can you can split and things, Mo. So the song "Supernova" by Kylie. I actually don't know this Kylie song. When when they said "Supernova," I thought it was a different one. Um. So Blue is like high energy. She's hot out the gate, isn't she? Which I do think is suiting the song. No, I think I think every performance needs a good build. Okay. Because watching something at 100% the whole time is a bit like, okay, 
where are the levels? Where are the levels? And you want it to spike like a roller coaster. You want like, mm. oh, 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 and then bam. But I do want to say that um, it's the same thing happening again. We've got Blue Hydrogen giving 100% performance and um, Mohart being a um, a lovely Lovely <laughs> lady. A lovely there's singer. M- there's more sensuality, isn't there, from Mo? Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, look at this. Like, we got her doing the robot now, feeling the music. <laughs> Blue's giving us some comedic faces as well, which I'm enjoying. Um, I mean, they're both fab. I mean, like, Moha is, like, so pleasing to look at, and I wish I was, she was singing. You know what? It's, it's, oh, yes! That was a, that was a oh, get it, Mo! Mo, no, she had a little moment there of, like, yeah. a pow, 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 ow! It was a pow, 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 wasn't it? But I want more of that. I want more of that. So I hope there's more mm. coming. <laughs> Blue's just giving it her all. She really, really is. I'm enjoying this stompy circle moment from can I, Blue. Can I, what I want to say here is that Blue Hydrangea is oh, giving it... Oh, a dip from Blue. Blue Hydrangea is giving it the most. And mm. the thing is, it's... Oh, a bit of not, a duck walk from Blue it's, as well. It's not, the, it's not the most best... She's not the best dancer... No, I don't At think all. she's like a trained dancer, is she? But I'm I'm enjoying her performance. But I'm enjoying Moe's as well. Whereas what Moe's doing looks so well controlled. She owns every movement. Everything just... Moe's giving me looks like good. little flashes of prints at times. Well, who who do you think has won? Let's pause it there. Let's pause it there. Let's pause it for just a moment. The difference between these two is that although Monique Hart didn't do everything, like go, like she wasn't like a dynamite on stage, she was very. She had control. Mm-hmm. She was smooth. Um, everything that she did looked good. It did. It did. Like I say, she was more controlled. Everything more that she, yeah, everything that she did was controlled. Blue Hydrangea, amazing. She was left, she was right, she was star jumping, she was on the floor, she was um, death dropping, but it didn't, like, none of it was, like, properly executed. Her <laughs> movements were so thrown away. Yeah. It was, it was just like someone who knows the movements has done it, like, dancing in a club, and it, but it was, there was no finesse to her movement. I agree with it you. Was, I agree with you. I do know what you're saying. quite beautifully manic. Yes, that's and, what she and was doing. And some could say, Beautiful like, mania. like um, quietly desperate. Okay. But, but it was beautifully and amazingly entertaining. And I love being entertained. So I did love what Blue was giving. Whereas Mo was the complete opposite. She um she was just, she was just very, it was, there was finesse to her movement. And it was, it was beautiful. And it was, it's what you would want to see. Um, from a when performer. you, yeah, from from a performer. Mm. So, um, I like. I'm gonna find it really, really hard to choose. Can you, can you, with with any degree of conviction, say which girl you think has won? It would be Mo, only because it was it wasn't too try hard. Do you know what I think? I think probably they they probably filmed crowning both girls because this edit was quite even and everything. Um, I'm not just trying to guess what they're thinking. I'm going to say I was actually more entertained by Blue, but I do appreciate everything that you're saying about Mo gave a more professional performance. Whichever girl gets crowned, I will be happy. But, okay, two things. I think Mo deserves it more for the season. I think Blue entertained me more in the lip syncs. 
It's a toss-up for me. It really, really is. I think we just have to find out. What, what I'm looking at is that okay, cool. This is this is the fi- this is the finale. This is going to decide who's going to be the holder of a crown. For me, the person who holds a crown is going to be someone who has control, who mm-hmm. who felt the music. If it's based on lip sync, someone who felt the music, who owned the movements, mm-hmm. who was controlled and was and was very confident in there, and. Or do I want to give it to Blue? Her Blue was so entertaining. It's like you know when you go to a when you go and you see young kids when they when they're on stage and they just give everything they got and you're just there going, oh, that's so yeah. cute, that's so cute. Yeah, it's cute, but it wasn't professional. It wasn't it wasn't finesse. That wasn't it, there was no control. Everything was just like someone trying to just saying. give a hundred yeah. all the time. And and that's that's kind of what I got from Blue. Amazingly entertaining, but there was just no nothing about it that was. Classy. She was not classy because, <laughs> because she was she's not. not. But yeah, it wasn't. What I'm hearing from you is that you're thinking on all fronts. Really, it's for Mo. Well, I think that yeah, I think when I'm comparing these two performances, I would give it to to Mo. I think we're gonna have to see what Mama Rue says. Yeah. Well, let's let's find out. Continue. Continue. If if I if I'm right and Mo wins, Tom, mm-hmm. you have to make dinner. For the rest of the week. <laughs> Good luck with that. The time's come Tom. To crown our queen. I'm not joking, bitch. <laughs> look how orange you look. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. World, the first ever queen of the mother talking world. What a title. What a mm. bloody title. Wow. wow! It's blue. Congratulations, blue. Is there anything you'd like to say? Northern Ireland, I'm taking the Wow. You know, my money was not on blue um, at the beginning of the season. But I've seen a huge evolution in her um, as a performer. Pangina is pissed. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Pangina is pissed. Oh, oh, oh. Pangina actually feels robbed. Pangina is sitting there going, you literally robbed that from me. Pangina's going to... Because Pangina in a lip sync in a lip sync throwdown, Pangina would have eaten everyone oh, she up. She would have. She really would have. Pangina's going to key her car. Penj- oh gosh, Blue Hydra. Look, congratulations, Blue Hydra. Congratulations, I am here. If, if you Blue want me Hydrager. to choreograph your shows around the UK, <laughs> um, if you want me to help finesse your, your <laughs> movements, your sporadic, sporadic movements, I'm, I'm more than happy to help. You know, I'm sure she'll take you up on that offer. It's always so it's always good to take a student who gives too much and try to like contr- and teach them mm, control. It should be perfect. <laughs> so it should be, be easy. So Blue, I'm here for you. Congratulations! Moha, I really, I, you know what, Moha? I would have loved it to be you. I, my my mind, my heart was with Mo, but uh, I yeah. ain't mad that blue one. No, same here. I mean, like you know, it is what it is. Like we've had a fantastic season. Blue's given us a season's worth of entertainment. She's been integral to a lot of the drama. She's put in some fab performances. She was strong in the finale. Well done, Blue. Well yeah. done, Blue. I I honestly think. Whoever won, 
there would have been some sort of backlash because it'd been such a funny season judging well you know judging and elimination wise i don't think blue thought she was gonna win no and i'll tell you why because she's been trolling a lot of haters online and i've been loving every minute of it <laughs> i have been loving every minute she's been coming back at those trolls who are, who are hating on her and there's, there's a beautiful thing that um blue hydrogen just said and it was and i think it was one of the excellent interviews i think it was tea with um tea coffee mm-hmm. and they were like oh what was the backlash like you know from sydney pangina home she says you know what it was it was bad it was there was so much hate she says mm. Um, but as a young white twink, yes, I do remember her saying this. She, as a young white twink, um, this, was, this was it was hard, but this is nothing compared exactly. to what queens of color go through yeah. all the time just for being them. It was so great of her to recognize. It was that. good for her to recognize. A yes, this was. I've never experienced this hate being who I am. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is nothing compared to those queens who get it all the time for reasons that don't compare to exactly. what she has yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. So you've got to give it to her. Um, Blue Hydrangea is the queen of the world. Well, I guess what we're going to have in a couple of decades time, once we've had, you know, Drag Race Mars as hosted by Tammy Brown, <laughs> Drag Race Venus hosted by Venus Delight. Teleport us to Mars. <laughs> you Here know, we are in Mars. <laughs> we can have yeah. Then we can have um, Queen of the Galaxy. I just yeah, Blue Hydrangea. Wow, I'd never. She was never on my mind to be a winner. Like from mm. the get go, Blue Hydrangea was a fellow queen. I did. I did see like a lot of development in her. And I thought, oh, she's going to go further in this competition. I thought she would, but my money would not have been on her. So good on her. Well done, Blue. Good on you, Blue. Get well on. done, Blue. Do you reckon there's going to be a season two? Yes, there will be. And it'll be a lot more finessed. I think it'll be fully fledged. 12 queens. Every franchise covered will have queens from Holland, Down Under, Espana, Italia, Thailand, um, Canada. It'll be, and hopefully a return to Jumbo. I would imagine they've already cast it and they'll be filming it soon. Okay, so sorry. No, no, no need to bring Jumbo back because if this is the format, Jumbo's got no chance. Yeah. Like, let's just enjoy Jimbo in other scenarios yeah, now. Let's yeah. like, see her live sometime. We get our uh, Tuesdays back, Tom. What are you going to do with it? Oh, I don't know. Sleep. <laughs> drink. You still going to drink? No, I don't have an drink? excuse to. No? no? You're still going to sneak it in there, aren't you? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Well, um, I've already poured it. I've already poured is- <laughs> Can't go to waste. <laughs> Can't go to waste, can it? No. <laughs> Everyone, thank you very much for following us as we went through RuPaul's Drag Race uh, UK versus the world. We hope mm-hmm. you enjoyed it. We hope it's another season, but don't forget, we still got season 14 for you to enjoy. There's and 20 more episodes left. We might have a little special follow-up episode. We don't know yet. We're going to see. Oh, yes. Yeah? Yes. Let's see if we can get something in the diary. We'll see. We'll see yeah, how yeah, we go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining. If you haven't written a review, please feel free to do so on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. You can write us. Podchaser.com. You can write it on there. Mm. We do have social media. we got our Instagram. we got our Twitter. So say hi to us there. Please. Follow us there. Like all our stuff. Make sure to join us again as we're back. Validate us, please. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.